We got some big celebrations this week, Autumn. We do. Tell yeah. me about them. We got, well, it's our 10th centennial. This is our 10th episode. Oh, we're at 10. Yes. All right, go us. And we got some big things coming up in the pipeline, too. Yeah, we do. We do have some big October celebrations. October 1st. What's October 1st, Justin? October 1st is two things. Oh. It is our fifth wedding anniversary. Yay, you're right. It is. And it's Disney World's 50th anniversary. Wow. Five and five. Power of fives. So what, that means something. That means what? We need to uh, go big or go home, basically. (laughs) So we're going to Disney World? We need to to double celebrate. Double (laughs) celebration. In Disney World? Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about Disney travel planning and entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral science, and humor. I'll bet you two bucks you're going to enjoy today's podcast, and if you do, please be so kind as to leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on Spotify. That will help us get into more listeners' ears. Also, tell your tax accountant about us. They have a lot of long nights in the office, and this podcast could be a pleasant distraction. Today on the show, we're going to talk about a hyper-cheap Disney trip, and Autumn's going to join us with that. She's going to keep my cheapness in line. After that, we're going to talk to my friend Mark, Autumn's dad Mark also, who isn't that familiar with Disney, but he's looking forward to learning and experiencing more. But first, we've got news, trivia, and no mailbag with Autumn. Hi, everyone. (laughs) How's it going, Autumn? Good, good. I hope everybody is doing uh, well and easing into September, because September is a month I always feel like of a lot of changes, routines and schedule changes, and I just feel like I'm slowly starting to get into mine. Yeah, it's not all full of pumpkin spice and lattes, people. (laughs) It's it's a real adjustment, at least in our household. Maybe, Maybe it's just me. But anyway, I'm glad to be on, as always, and I hope you all are doing well. Oh, yeah. Before we get started on news check it out i went to mcdonald's <gasps> oh what's this so, a gift from mcdonald's well it's a happy meal toy so it's in a you plastic have. it's in a plastic container um it says tramp on the bottom and it's a dog <laughs> in there. It, it really says tramp i thank you for specifying yeah. that it says tramp on the bottom <laughs> i'm guessing from lady in the tramp but I think yes, that's, that's, just, the, that's the lady in the tramp dog. Is that really his name in the movie? I haven't seen the movie. I've never seen it either. That, that just seems like a terrible way but, to talk about somebody. Like his, What if his name is Gary? But check out oh, this lenticular cute. background. I was going to say, is that a... Is that a oh, that is so yeah, cool. If you move oh, it, it's got the so 50th. Let me describe it. If you, when you, it's lenticular. is like when you move it from it's side to side, it changes the angle that you're viewing the picture. And it is a picture of the castle, all decked out in its 50th garb. And it looks like, um, yeah, it changes between night and day, maybe. Yeah. And then there's a small plastic figurine of a dog. We'll call him Gary, because I'm not comfortable calling him by his his socioeconomic status. Oh, Tramp? Yeah, I don't think that's right. (laughs) I don't think that's right. Like, uh, just Gary. Why you guys call me Tramp? That's not well, nice. We'll take a picture of it too, and uh, well, you maybe can just Google what the Tramp looks can, like. That's true. It's the McDonald's. Uh, oh, is that? Toy. There he goes. Is that? What I, that's, I was wondering what like that it. was for. Yeah, that holds it onto the stand, and that yeah. was it breaking. <laughs> and it's done. And we're gonna throw it. In it the didn't trash break, right but it did fall on the floor. But this this hologram is really cool. So we paid two fifty. The price varies around um, the country. I've noticed online some people are paying two dollars. Some ladies got a whole case of them for thirty five dollars. But oh, then I'm she sure. but then she deleted the comment. So I don't know if something shady was happened down there where she was. 
Interesting. Shady things. Shady things. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get into some news? I am very excited about the news, and I'm excited about ASMS J. I'm getting ahead of myself, but... You just want to get straight to the trivia. <laughs> get straight to the trivia. Which is also news. There's some news in the trivia, too. It's new to me. Yeah. As we've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we do news a little bit different here on the Easy Dizit podcast. We do highly suspect headlines. So I'm going to read Autumn some headlines, and she has to determine if they are legit or if they are fake news. Yeah. Are you ready for your first headline? I'm ready. All right. Florida man. Ooh, it's a Florida man headline. <laughs> These are always good. Florida man used Disney employee iPad to magically skip lines. I'm going to say that's false. This is actually true. Really? Yeah, this came out just last week. They're kind of hush about the details because oh, it's Disney. Oh, yeah. But basically, this guy had an, an iPad, and it was letting him and his party skip to the front of the line. It was basically, he was allowing, it was able to, like, program him, giving him access to the fast pass line or How was he able to get that? Um, that's... So that, that's all speculation. So Disney didn't report the iPad stolen. But the speculation is that maybe it is a stolen cast member iPad. It, oh, somehow, yeah. Yeah, because if you think about like the cast members giving the VIP tours, they have iPads and they need to skip whole groups to the front of whatever yeah. line they want. So maybe you got a plaid iPad. Wow. Oh, that stinks. I'm sorry. So he didn't get in tons of trouble because he said he bought it from a company. So I don't know. That's not pot. Come on. Someone, I mean, would if you got someone, that iPad, so somebody else stole it to sell it. Okay, so you're a and I imagine that's got to be really hard to even steal. Like those, yeah. those the word. I'm sorry, they're not leaving those okay. iPads. But say you're a criminal, right? And say you're a reasonably smart criminal, yeah. and you steal an iPad from Disney. Are you going to then use that iPad and get caught, being the one who stole the iPad, and or are you going to sell it to some chump for four hundred dollars and let him get caught? Yeah. Smart, right? If you're a smart criminal, you're going to send Yeah, I guess so. Find That's a just, jump. Wow. I just... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right. You ready for the second one? I'm ready. All right. Hundreds of Disney World employees march against the vaccine mandate. Did you know Disney? We talked about that yeah, in previous week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. They mandated it. I'm going to say that's false. It is false. Yeah. So they did plan a march. And depending on what source you look at, because I looked at a couple different papers and news sources down there, it's like between 30 and 50 showed up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they weren't all cast members. A lot of them were, quote, supporters. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. As so I was like, no, okay, all right. Hmm. Yeah, and uh, they had a similar um, event in Disneyland, and three people showed up. Oh, wow. None of them cast members. None of them cast members. Interesting. One person claimed to be a cast member's wife. So... <laughs> Different story out in Disneyland. Yeah. Huh. I'm giving you some tough ones this week. I engineered these to be very difficult. Yeah. Because it's the 10th Centennial Celebration. <laughs> this is the 10th episode. We gotta... the t- <laughs> All right. You ready for the third one? Yes. Okay. Disney announces that Rise of the Resistance and all future e-ticket attractions will be boarding group only. What do they mean by e-ticket attractions? Yeah, e-tickets are, it's a reference to the old system where the best rides, you had you had a ticket book, and there were A through E tickets, and the oh. best rides were the e-tickets, so basically when they say e-ticket now, it just means like headliner attraction. They're so saying, they're saying all new e-ticket attractions will be designed for boarding group only. 
No, that's false. That is false. Good job. That's false. Good job. That is that is baloney. Yeah. Well, they just were talking about this new system where they're trying to get people to basically pay. So I feel like the boarding group would go against. That's true. It would. That's what I just thought of. I'm like, oh yeah, we talked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could probably integrate it somehow, but no, that's not the case. And plus, they they really want people standing in line for capacity reasons. Right. But there was a change, though. So, actually, Disney announced that starting September 23rd, Mm. Rise of the Resistance will no longer be boarding group. Oh, wow. That's just a ride. It'll be a standby line. They feel like they've gotten past the busy part enough to do that? So, they say they're putting it on pause. They didn't say they're ending it forever. Oh. They said they're putting it on pause or hold. I forgot the exact verbiage, but it was like a, they use temporary language. Well, you know, I guess I'm thinking too, like this time of year is not, it's going to, it's, it's going to be slower for them now. Like everyone is well, back, families being back to school. No, well, it's, what's coming up is October. That's true. Right. I don't the 50th, mean to say but only so true. many people are going to be able to, I mean, like it's packed. some people are going to take time selling off, out. but it's selling out. Wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of kids gonna be missing school this October. Uh, there might be a lot of I hope of the adults. schools know. I work in a school, so I'm just like, wow, adults. But there's a lot of kids gonna be, yeah, a lot of kids <laughs> will uh, be taking time off in October. That's cool. Um, well, we are right. We're going. Didn't we say that we're mm-hmm. going? <laughs> so it's actually a really cool line. Mm-hmm. The 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 line, uh, the queue in Disneyland for Rise of the Resistance is really nifty. I wouldn't mind spending some time. Oh, that's there. right. We haven't been it. We haven't done it in Disney World yet. Yeah, and you know it makes sense. And oh, and Genie Plus is coming. Like they said, it's coming soon. So we this might be preparation of, for that. The Genie Plus date? in the Lightning Lane. Uh, they, I do not think. I, I don't quote me on that, but I do not think there is a date yet. But I think the rumblings are probably sometime in October, maybe. I was you know? I, I, my feeling was I thought it was going to be before the new year. So. And I don't think it'd be enough money to. Um, to affect decision making but if you think about if they got rid of the boarding group and they made this to standby line and they let like a, a two hour standby line grow yeah I think a lot of people are going to be dropping money for those um, individual attraction selection money you know people pay $50 to get on that ride yeah yeah and when you're at parks at capacity you don't need a huge percentage of the people to do it you don't yeah though that's math <laughs> that's math that's why math's important, y'all. Stay in school. <laughs> All right. Um, you have one more for me today? I do. I actually have oh. one more for you. Four. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think we're, we're landing on four now. Yeah. Three was short. I think we're going to four. Yeah. Uh, Disney offering $1,500 sign-on bonus for new employees. Hmm. For new employees? Yes. <laughs> sign-on bonus. That's like, oh, that's like so, I don't mean this in a bad way, it's so boring, like it really, like it could be true, it couldn't be true. Mm. This is a tough one. He, he always throws one of these in. Mm. Like, it could be true, but like, I would also feel like there would need to be a reason for them to, like, what would staff be the shortage. reason? There's like the, the right, nationwide right. staff shortage. There is, there is. Well, industry. and I was thinking the 50th anniversary, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to say it's true. It is true. Yay! It is true. Go me. Nice work. Nice work, yeah. It's uh, it's cheaper than a raise. Put it that way. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper than a raise. All right, that's all I got for news, Autumn. All right. So we're done. Good night, everybody. <laughs> he wishes. So, um, so it's my turn. So it's time for A Stumps J, where I, Autumn, traditionally try to stump Justin with some facts. 
Um, Traditional facts. Regarding all things Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, uh, Disney TV. She only does Disney, Disney Plus. She only does Disney I movies. Do not, I do knows. a lot of parks. First of all, I do a lot of park things. Um, today, the trivia is all about the 1997 Hercules movie, which um, is one of my favorites, honestly, and I think is highly... Um, Underrated, Right. And you mentioned you were going to do this last week. And I said I was going to study the movie. Yes. And I did not. He did not. And I've, it has, it's trickled in, it too. It didn't if even you read the like... Wikipedia page on <laughs> I should have. That's so funny. All right. Well, there's I, there's some that you, yeah, you might, you're probably not going to know. But um, but there's some where I think, like, there are hints if I've you listen. I've got a fighting chance. Right? All yeah. Right. You, you so all I need chance. is a fighting chance. chance. All right. Let's see which one am I going to start with today. Okay, ready? Okay. No, no, the no. Muses I'm not ready. The... Are you ready now? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> During the song, I won't say I'm in love. So the muses, you remember the muses? Sure. Right? The dancers, the pretty ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're singing that song in the movie. During that song, they take the shape of what? What do they take the shape of? They take the shape of something... And I'll give you another hint if you are completely stumped on this. But you, you. All right, give me a second. You should know this. All right, so it's a, it's a Greek, it's a movie about Greek mythology, right? Yes, it is. So let's think about some animals that are available on the island of Greece. <laughs> uh, only sheep. There's only sheep, so it must be a sheep. <laughs> Incorrect. Okay. Now I'm gonna give you a hint. Okay. They take the shape of goat. Something. No, listen. Sorry. They take the shape of something. Um, from another Disney ride. Oh. Right? This is another Disney attraction that they take the shape of. That's good. Now, there aren't any Greek Disney attractions because there is not a Greece in the World Showcase. There isn't. There, there should um, be. You so, listening, Disney? <laughs> yeah, we need more right, European countries maybe in the stay World away, Showcase. Stay away from having to do anything with Greece or Greek mythology because it doesn't have anything to do Clearly, with it doesn't. Clearly. All right, I got this. I can do this. One more so, guess, and I'll give you the answer. Yeah, so ride, Disney ride vehicles that, that have some kind of animal. This is Okay, I can do this. Um, it's not an animal. Well, I can't say that either. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the answer. <laughs> Just give me the answer. <laughs> okay, when the muses are singing the, I won't say I'm in love, um, they take on the shape of um, the ghost, the bus from Haunted Mansion. Right, so here's the ghost bus from ha- the doom buggy. They call the bus. They calling them the bus. The singing bus from the haunted mansion is what they're called. Oh. They they, oh, they morph. Remember bus. I oh, thought you said I... bus. No, I'm sorry. Bus. With a T. Yes. Busts. Bus. They take on the shape of a bus. Yeah, really quickly. Bus. This happens really quick in the movie. Oh. Yeah, so they become and then they go back to. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Nice little nod. Nice, nice little one? Easter egg. Thanks, Hercules. <laughs> All right, number two. Hades. I never would have got that, by the way. No. Hades, who is just the be- I just think the best villain because he's like, there's a sassiness. Anywho, back to the, You're just a, back you're just to the a, point. What is John Wood? You're, is it, John, yeah, James, James Wood. Wood. James you're a big Wood. James Wood fan. Okay, so in a part of the movie, right, in the movie, mm-hmm. Hades with the blue fiery hair mm-hmm, mm-hmm. says, guys, 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 relax. It's only halftime. It's about halfway through the movie. 
it is exactly halfway through the movie. Oh, wow. It's at the 46-minute mark. <laughs> I, nice. I mean, yeah. I, I knew about that Easter egg. You knew? Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I think that's one you could figure out. I, yeah, had I, to, I wanted to throw some light ones in there, you know? No, I appreciate you patronizing me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to okay. patronize your co-host. <laughs> your ghost host. Your ghost co-host. <laughs> um, okay, so Hercules... Um, or would it be co-ghost host? Right. Ghost co-host or host ghost? So Hercules is going to be following in the footsteps of other Disney movies by doing what? They, they haven't done it yet? They have. It's getting re-released on, uh, to home DVD or Blu-ray. Whatever. That's a beautiful guess. That is Thank a really you. good guess. That that's like a let's very. Just, let's just call it right then. It's not quite right, but okay. that is a very good sensical. But we'll count guess. it. Yes, but as I'm a gonna, It's wrong. Answer. Everyone listening is wrong. Justin was incorrect, but the correct answer is that they are planning to make a live action out of it. No, they're not. They're planning to make a live action you out of it. You said something like that earlier. And I Did said I no. Say, well, I was I literally. So here's the thing, guys. So I've been. Um, Looking up Disney facts, I've been asking like, "Oh, are they gonna?" Re-? I was asking early day, they they should really redo and I Hercules. Said they, you know, they, I don't think there's a big enough fan base to do a live action re Right? No. Yep. So there's not even an exact date yet. The thought is like 22, 23. There's some inklings about who might play different characters. Huh. So this but... isn't the new segment, but I think I'm still calling fake news on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's possible. <laughs> You get no, it is. Are they getting so, Danny DeVito? So here's because if thing. they get DeVito, I'm in. <laughs> Dress so, that boy up like a goat man, and so it actually got. And I was other reading, it got um, like several awards huh. for the. So um, this is like another interesting piece of information. Um, so the two movies that Disney um, had come out with before Hercules was. Um, was it? it was Pocahontas and was it the Hunchback? Yeah, it was Pocahontas and the Hunchback. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a lot of complaints about um, that those movies were kind of dark and not happy. Got it. So Hercules, and I think part of the reason I know I love Hercules is very punchy, right? It's very punchy and sassy, and that was all very purposeful. Like Got it. through the whole movie process, they were trying to. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's it's known. I mean, it's it like a, very witty. Pocahontas very witty. is about a trafficked child well and they don't even tell the true story they're like it's dark and i'm like it's not even like the disney version is not the truth at all but yeah. that's interesting that and the hunchback of notre dame is it's about the, yeah, persecu- the, of- the persecution of the disabled right yeah. yeah yeah so yeah dark movies okay ready this is a good one so um this is a two-party so one is who plays the voice of phil in the movie oh danny devito danny devito you man yeah um so danny devito Slash Phil says to Hercules, two words, I am retired. Why is that funny? Because Danny DeVito had just announced his retirement from... Oh, that would have been... Yeah, that would have been, right? He still right? works, though. He still works. That, yeah, no, that's a that's a really good... Do you want to try stab at it? This is a little tough. I am retired. That's not the whole thing. Do you want me to repeat the thing? Yeah. Two words, I am retired. Oh, he says two words, I am retired. Well, that's funny because that's three words. <laughs> There's some more math for y'all. In case you fell asleep. So is that trivia on if I can get jokes? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for two really nice softballs. I appreciate that. But, I, I but, appreciate no, this, it. but why is it funny? Because 
Oh, because it's... Three words instead of two? So that is why it's funny, but that's not it. Oh, so not that it. one's There's also more. wrong, but it's... But so, <sighs> yes, it's funny because that's funny and it's a joke. Right. But there's truth to it. So um, it would translate to something that I can't pronounce okay. in Greek, which is actually two words, not three words. Oh. So I'm retired <laughs> and Greek is two, actually two words. It's like beyond me. Oh. Well, here it is. Because I don't speak Greek. Right? So right here. Yeah, yeah that, those so are not. It's two, it's two words. Yeah, those are not phonetic English. letters. Yeah. Thanks, Phoenicians. <laughs> <laughs> so, A Stumps J, I think you got... I got four out of four once again. Killing yeah, like it. You got one, right? Uh, one out of four? Four. If we count the Hold one... On. No, that's it. One out of four. Not one bad. Out of four. That's not pretty bad. good. I mean, for... I mean, you easily could have gotten none of them right. And you had two really strong guesses that I was like... <clears throat> I was impressed with. All right. So we did news. We did Ace Dumps J, and we actually have an empty mailbag to talk about. So <laughs> no mail. Hi, empty mailbag. <laughs> no mail today. I did do some outgoing email, uh, email though. Uh, you see, Disney has, um, it's the Disney Imagination Campus uh, 50 Teachers Celebration. So if you are a teacher, administrator, you know, check the website, Disney50TeachersContest.com. But they are having uh, a contest where you write an essay and you get entered in and you win a few days down at Disney and uh, the conference with these other teachers and talk about using the, uh, imagination in their in your classroom. I don't know. Seems like a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you also the sick, there's a secondary sweep state. So if you don't win that, you could still win a hundred bucks for your classroom. So uh, check it out. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, link that in the show notes. Yeah. Link um, in the show notes. And yeah, teachers, you're awesome. Um, Justin and I have worked with teachers a lot. We are awesome. Teachers. We have a lot of teachers in our family. We love you all. You know who you are. You know who you are. Check this out. So, uh, <laughs> so this is kind of like a reverse mailbag going out to all the teachers. Uh, <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, brother, sister-in-law, uh, Erica, who was on the show a few weeks ago. Yes, She's shout a teacher. out to Erica. She said she was just finishing up on the essay. So good luck, Erica. And uh, yeah, that's it for mailbag this week. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed that Hercules A. Simpson J. trivia as much as I did. Uh, stay tuned. There'll be more of that. And um, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful week. Welcome to a very special travel planning segment. It's special because Autumn is here with me today. Hi, I am so excited to be a part of this. I'm excited to have you a part of this. And it's actually pretty important that you're here. You're not just here, you're not just ear candy here. I need oh. you for this. Okay. Because this travel planning segment is about doing Disney cheap. You know me, I'm a cheap man. <laughs> <laughs> I will stand by that, I will confirm. <laughs> and I might go as far as to sleeping in my car, on the interstate and, and hopping a fence. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> so, making like car grilled cheese sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. So what you're here to do is to kind of be a referee of my cheapness. And you're 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 frugal, but you're like a reasonable frugal. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're not like a sleep in your car frugal. No. Yeah. No. So you're gonna you're gonna help keep my um, thriftiness in check here. I like this. So we're designing a super cheap Disney trip to be taking this June, and it's kind of going to be our family, I want you to imagine our family, if we had another kid five years from now. So the kids will be seven and five. Okay. So Darwin would be seven, and our next child yeah. will be five. Okay. 
to get started, we'll start with transportation. And uh, flying for people is just not going to happen. No. <laughs> I was saying no to that. <laughs> Guess what? We're driving. We're driving. Yeah. Okay. And we're going we're gonna to drive our 2009 Honda Fit Sport Edition. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so this isn't getting, like, factoring in a newer vehicle or... No. This okay. is, we're going to be driving the Fit here. As now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. And there, there's a couple reasons why, but let me hop right into what transportation is going to cost. Mm-hmm. For gas for the round trip from, I did from Hartford, Connecticut to Kissimmee, Florida, $210 in a 2009 Honda Fit. Not bad, right? No. Oh. Tolls for that trip are about 35 down, about 50 going back up. So $82 for that. Okay. For the tolls. The gas driving around there, um, local gas to and from the parks, uh, $20. I figured about 180 miles uh, in seven days. I should have set up the top. This is going to be a seven-day trip. So this is a seven-day trip. Seven days. That's long. I'm going to try and do it real cheap, though. But this is a seven-day trip. Okay. Uh, And then also I did some rough calculations on the depreciation uh, that I'd be putting into the 2009 Honda Fit. So that's uh, an excellent idea. Well, it's something you should consider because yeah. it still costs you money. Even yeah. if you don't have to pay it up front, it's still going to cost you. A trip that far, I mean, that many miles on a car is yeah, just the, a lot. Just the wear on your tires. Tires aren't cheap. Yeah. You know, we just dropped like 650 on four tires, you know? <sighs> You know, if you, you're putting 2,500 miles on your car, you got to factor that in. Oil changes don't cost as much as tires, but then there's just wear and tear, belts, all those things. So the rough calculation that I use, that I came up with using um, a, a calculator, uh, frugal driving, I think it is, online, comes to 225. Okay. So altogether, our transportation cost is 537 dollars. Does that pass the autumn test? Will you drive down to Disney World with a five and a seven year old? to save money oh absolutely driving i'll be honest the, the fit does it like comfortably like i i can sit in that mm-hmm. florida it is a long drive that's it's, a long drive um but i yeah no i could totally commit to to doing that and we could get our luggage in the back without a roof rack you know we're gonna have to pack accordingly Light, and, I, and i assume a place that has yeah. you can wash we'll be going to a place with laundry fine. facilities yep yep that's the way to do it yep Cool. All right, I'm down. You're down. I think that's reasonable. Test. I think that's reasonable for a good amount of folks. All right, so transportation is going to cost us $537. So, can I just... 537 compared to plane tickets for four people? Forget that's it. That's a fourth of the price. Yeah. Could about, yeah. Right. I mean, you could... I mean, in June, you might be able to get it for 300 route. each. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking four, it's a lot 350 cheaper. to four each. Yeah. We are driving down there, so... And we're going to um, do four days at the parks. In our okay. seven-day trip, that's going to give us some time, some okay. you know, to relax, so we're not killing ourselves with those four days. But we're going to need to eat. Mm. Okay, so let's talk about food. Um, we are going to eat breakfast every day at the hotel. Yep. We are going to eat lunch every day at the hotel. Mm-hmm. And then when we're not at the park, we're going to eat dinner every night in our hotel. Yeah. So I did a Walmart, because uh, there's a Walmart night right by. I yeah. did a Walmart pickup order. Okay. Uh, and it came to 115 and so I rounded up to 125 you know. And that's, I'm sorry, That's. I want to clarify, that's for like a week's worth of groceries for a family of four. Yeah, let me tell you wow. what I got. Some things that I got. I got a gallon of orange juice, two gallons of milk, two boxes of cereal, a box of 16 uh, toaster tots, um, and then snacks for the park. We're going to need snacks mm-hmm. for the park, so I got some, some dum-dum lollipops. That is such a great idea, yeah. Some Starburst uh, jelly beans, um, some peach rings, because I know you like peach rings, a box of peanuts, 
So I got some salty and some sweet. We're not eating in the parks. Yeah, we're not buying anything. Except for dinner. How many dinners? Four dinners. Four dinners. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Four. We'll do four quick service dinners. Each night that we're in the park, we are going to get quick service dinner. Because I feel like it would be a little too much to watch everyone eating lunch, breakfast, and dinner all four days. Yeah. It is a vacation. Yeah. So I... But... but we're going to stay to the cheaper end yeah, of quick service. Yeah. And for the four of us, we're actually going to get three quick service plates. Okay. So we've got a five and a seven-year-old. We can make this work. We can do a little buffet thing. <laughs> yeah, we'll find a place. There are places where you can get, too, like a lot of food in some places yeah. where you get a little bit. So it's kind of... Shout out to Picos Bill in the Magic Kingdom. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Satuli Canteen in Animal Kingdom. Yep. Yep. But yeah, when we're not in the parks, we're going to have some nice chicken thighs, some rice, some broccoli, a nice, oh. healthy, square dinner. Yeah. And also, like, the the lunches, right? We got turkey and cheese for lunch or peanut butter and cheese. So there's, I mean, excuse me. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> we have a turkey and cheese sandwich for lunch or a peanut butter sandwich for lunch. Okay. So we have options, too. We've got peanut butter crackers. We can kind of supplement our dinners as well. Uh, for breakfast, along with the, the, that cereal, I got us some bacon, too. So we're not eating bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. You can make a nice breakfast for pretty cheap if you buy the food. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So now we've got all this food. Some of this food requires cooking. The chicken, the bacon. So we need mm-hmm. a place with a kitchen. Yes. Place with a kitchen on Disney property. Uh, the cheapest, just off the top of my head, is probably going to be the Fort Wilderness Campground Cabins. Mm-hmm. Uh, around 400 and change a night. Maybe some of the, one of the animation suites. But I don't even think they have full kitchens. I think it's like a microwave. I'm not 100% I, on that. I think you're right. Yeah, so we're off-site here. <laughs> yeah. So this is, and I, so I do have to say this off-site is great. Um, and I think a lot of people don't consider it, or even the people that do it don't maybe know some really cool hacks about about doing it. But off-site, I mean, really, you can be just as close to the parks, um, even if, if not closer, um, compared to a lot of the on-site places. So this is a really great, even if it, it might feel like you're missing out when it comes to like time in the parks and things like that, you're not. I uh, booked us for this imaginary trip. Uh, it is eight miles away from the park, so it is a bit away. And I factored that in with the local gas. And it, yeah. but it is—it's actually a little house. Aww. They call it a cottage, but I'm showing her a picture now. But it's really a mobile home kind of situation. Yeah. But it's in a park with a really nice playground. So on those day offs, we and a pool, and it looks like shuffleboard. We have some things to do. Yeah. Another benefit of a house is often, see, I like to cook, and we're going to be cooking. Often, people will leave a lot of seasonings behind. If we're in a hotel, yes, like we're just going to be having salt and pepper chicken all week. Yeah, not great. Yeah, you know? unless you you bring you or you buy it, you know. But that adds to the price. Yes. So this house saves us money in a couple ways. This is a queen bed and a sleeper sofa. So the kids nice. are sharing the sleeper sofa. <laughs> So here's the thing. So here's, I think, going to be my first. Maybe we have to rethink this. That might be really cool. I mean, five and seven are are good ages where certainly there's going to be arguing and fighting, but also they could be at a point where they can work things out Mm -hmm. to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. That could be tough, particularly um, 
if you have children, you know, I don't know, the opposite sex too, they might not, well, it just might be, yeah. So again, it's not like you can't, I don't, it could, there's some families that it could work, but that might be tough. You couldn't find something though, let's, because there's so much there that I feel like you could find something like four miles away from the park. This is, this house, this budget allows for $70 a night with taxes included. You can find something reasonable for $70, tax included, in June nearby with a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just one example, but yeah, yeah you might pick if So if closeness is most important to you, yeah, you might Closest, pick something closer. And I might also say a, a separate sleep situation yeah. with the kids. I, I don't, like, unless they're used to that at home, Pack an too. air mattress. Pack an air mattress. Solution. You could pack an air mattress, mm-hmm. but if you're going on a Honda Fit, it's also <laughs> space, right? And so, like, just clothes and shoes. I don't and, know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. Yeah, you, want it. you wanted me to bring up other points to consider you might find you could still find something similar in this price range i think where you could have another the kids could have a separate sure 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 sure. absolutely all right so we budgeted 500 dollars for our vacation home um we did 305 dollars for the walmart groceries and our park dinners we need souvenirs right you can't go to disney world not do souvenirs yeah you do souvenirs guess where we're going you go into one of those places that sells souvenirs on that main eye. What's it called? Yeah, we're going to the dollar I store. He, I know where he's going. We're yeah. going to the dollar store with $10. And we're getting some glow sticks. Cool. We've already got candy. Yeah. But we're going to spend 10 bucks at the dollar store. Cool. Yeah, we're going to get some glow sticks. That's, something that I'm all has about a it. Mickey on it, maybe an autograph book. Cool. Something like that. Bunch yeah. of junk. We're going to stick it in our bag. And we're going to give it to them in the park like we just bought it. We're yeah, not going to cool. know. Because they're kids. We're going to trick them. Uh, another thing, and I think you're going to be in charge of this, is uh, we're going to drop $15 before we go on some craft supplies, and we're going to make some homemade Mickey ears and some homemade mini ears. Oh, homemade. Yeah. So just some headbands for the mini ears. Yeah. With some, I don't know, what do you want to make the ears out of? Styrofoam? Felt? Paper mache. We have to ask Justin's Cardboard. mom. Justin's mom, if you're listening, Sandy. She's, uh, she's like she could make some she's crafting. Dope. She's crafting like years. And so is Justin. I'm not. I knit. You know, but like outside of that, I don't consider myself yeah. crafting. We can do it with 15 so, bucks. I don't know. Are they going to? I might the best? see if I could find some cheap ones online somewhere that somebody's selling. Are they going to be the best Mickey ears? No. They're probably going to be the best Mickey ears. The on. cheapest. <laughs> and they will be the only ones there that are cardboard and glitter. Yeah. All right. So we got our souvenirs. So we spent another $25 on souvenirs. All right. So do we have everything? We we got there. We have a place to stay. We have our food situation. Gas. We have our gas. Um, we're staying off-site, so we are going to have to pay for parking. It's $25 a day right now in the parks for parking. That's... $100 total for the four days. Um, and then we have our tickets. And here this you might have advice. an issue with this. <laughs> well, first okay. of all, yeah. So four days, two adults, two kids. That is going to be a grand total from the Disney website of 1974. So $1,974. That is just for the Just for tickets for four days. That's crazy when you look at the cost of like everything else and getting down there, how much the tickets are. Tickets are very expensive. Yes. <sighs> So here's a couple things. We can knock 60 bucks off this by going to undercovertourist.com or a similar third-party uh, vendor. Or we could do something else. Something uh, that's borderline, you might say. Uh-huh. Okay. So are you familiar with the term pixie dust on them? Yes. So what is, do you want to give us, what's your impression of what pixie dust would be? Oh, so pixie dust is a thing that happens when you're in Disney World. Where basically, 
somebody does something really awesome for you, yeah. which typically is like a cast member, but certainly um, other folks that are on vacation might do something that's pixie dust like, like take a cool picture, give you Mickey Mouse ears, or a cast member might give you an extra fast pass. Yeah, so let's let's stick to that, the cast member. So. So, and the, one of the things about pixie dust is you should never go to Disney World expecting pixie dust. But there is a probability that you will encounter pixie dust, right? Yeah, relatively high, I'd say. Well, yeah, that, yeah. At some point, you'll get some pixie dust. Yeah. Now, there's a particular kind of pixie dust, as when you go to guest services and you ask to upgrade your, your passes uh, from, say, a three-day pass to a four-day pass, that they may just give it to you for free. Oh. I don't know what the, really? the yeah yeah and this happens and I don't know what the probability of that happening is but it's not zero so if we looked at this probabilistically uh, you might say well what if I buy a three-day ticket and you can't go on the third day to upgrade you have to go on the second day to upgrade but what if I buy a three-day ticket and on the second day maybe I pick up my cutest say if I got two kids we pick which one's the cutest and I feed him a bunch of sugar beforehand I'm like dude just be as cute as you can or yeah. And I need you to just smile ear to ear, you know, maybe develop a little bit of a lisp, whatever you need to do to be as cute as you can. Okay. I'm going to pick this kid up and put him on my hip, and I'm going to go to guest relations, and I'm going to be the nicest guy in the world, I'm going to say, and I'm going to I'm gonna get their first name, and I'm just going to make their day with how friendly I am. And I'm going to say, you know, we're having such a great time. I'd love to upgrade my ticket to a four-day ticket. And we have budgeted for a four-day ticket, so we have this money. But if... By chance, some pixie dust occurs, you're going to save another $400 on your trip right there. That's a huge... I came to surprise. That's like a big... It's a big amount of pixie dust to be given out, right? That is. And it's... I mean, not really, probably, because they charge so much. But, I mean, it is still based on the cost difference. So, it, it's not going to happen, necessarily. And I'm, yeah. and I'm not saying that you should plan for it to happen. But I'm saying you might want to consider opening yourself up to the opportunity. That is something is that, that they are known to do. Check me on that. Is that bad? Is that am I am I cheating Disney? No, no. I mean, if that's something that happens, has we you've no, I don't know. You would know more than I. But that's something that's done mm-hmm. occasionally. Do it. And if they they don't say anything, you already have the money. So you, it's you're, like, you're not doing anything. But you're like going in planning to pay. Mm-hmm. And if they happen to just. Um, to give it to you for free, then that's cool. Okay, so I have your um, your moral uh, permission. Yeah, because you're not like you're going into pay. I don't uh, think that's wrong. I think knowing that, like, hey, this is kind of exciting, you know. All right, cool, great, because we're doing it. So, and you could look at this as like a cost savings too. That's four hundred bucks. If there's a twenty percent chance this happens, if this happens for one in five, yeah, then you're saving on average eighty times. Right, eighty dollars. But it's not hurting you. It's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Either way. It's... And if you combine that with the undercover tourist, so you save sixty dollars and then you save a little bit more. I don't know if buying from a third party hurts your chances or helps your chances in this case. Because I've heard some of the issue mm. being when, because the, the computer systems are outdated, right? And a lot of the pricing you get depends heavily on the cast member you get. So this is just what I've heard, you know, secondhand. Yeah. So the computer systems are outdated, and I've heard that when it takes too long to get the customer what they want, that's when you're more likely to get that pixie dust. When something's going wrong on their end, 
and they're trying to figure something out and it's taking That's too long. That's what happened. We got pixie dust several times just because things were like They were slow. taking too long. Yeah, yep. yep. They weren't able to. So, no, I think that's, I think right now at this point, the only thing I'm thinking you might want to find another option for, which there's plenty, is something that, you know, you could definitely get something a little closer. It's still, even if you're staying on site and you take the bus, it still takes about 15 to 20 minutes to yeah. get to the parks. I'm confident I could get something that would pass your test for $70 oh. or less. Sure, sure, sure. But I think probably, a, a, I'm going to safely say a separate sleep space for the kids. I would not okay. do it with a shared sleep space. Oh, that's fine. A, that's the... No. <laughs> no, they need... Everybody needs... I mean, after Especially that whole day... Especially for a week. Yeah. Oh, for a week, yeah. No. Separate, definitely separate sleep space. And most everything else, I think, is... It's doable? Yeah. All right. So let's total it all up. Okay. Oh, actually, no. We, we I think we should throw in $150 walking around money. So for those days where we're not in the parks, right? Oh, yeah. What is the plan for the not in the park days? Yeah, then? we're going to hang out at the pool. This place has a playground, shuffleboard, okay. and we're going to check out some of the really cheap places on the West Earl Bronson Highway or maybe I drive. Oh, okay. We're not going to Ripley's, believe it or not. That's way or too expensive. Okay. But there's an arcade right across the street from Old Town. Cool. We can drop $5 on an arcade. We're going to play a few we games. Got, we got 150 to drop, so. Yeah, exactly. We're not, we're not going for the 3,000 ticket item. We're just going to play a couple things and go. We're not stopping to get ice cream because we have some ice cream that we got at Walmart back at the trailer. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the a, house, wherever. $150 slowly spend, you know, outside the parks. Or yeah. if that churro, we need to get that churro. I mean, it's going to be something. Exactly. But I think, right, the non-park, because the park days you'll have pretty structured. And, yeah. But those non-park days, things will come up. Yeah. 150 and we're going to have to try really hard to stick to that number. Um, but I think we can do it. Okay, right so what's the grand total? Grand total. For a seven-day trip to Disney, family of four, two adults, two kids. Mm-hmm. Off-site. $3,592. Yeah. Still expensive. It's still, yeah, that's still a lot of money. That's a lot of um, money. But seven seven days. And, it, um, and you are going to, like, the happiest place on earth or the most magical place on earth i can never remember for four days it is like it is a big deal yeah but it's still expensive i think we should acknowledge that that's thirty six hundred thirty six hundred dollars okay so let's to breaking that down if someone wanted to go i'd like to look at like how much you know i don't know how much did you save you know over what period of time well great question because next week we're not going to do an average trip we're going to do the most expensive Oh. <laughs> so that'll be next week. That's going to be fun. Okay, so cheapest no trip, option. family of four, off-site, seven days, pretty much making all your own meals except four in the parks. That's yep. really a great way to save money. $3,592. Call it 36 So yeah, so that's a number that is right. certainly not, not cheap, but... Um, Let's look at it this way. If you know you're going <laughs> two years out... Right, how much money? How much 100, $150 a month. $150 a month. So that looks like still I'm a not lot. Gonna, there, are, there are points in my life where $150 a month, I'd Ooh. laugh in your face. Yeah, yep. I think Same. that does hit a good amount of people. And I mean, if you if you want to double it, then it's 75 a month if you want to plan four years in advance. So it is. Right. it can be doable for a lot of people. And it can be. Yeah, there's all sorts of ways to do it. All sorts of ways to do it. But this was one hyper cheap example, I'm sure. Yes, I tried to make we'll it. do some more. That would be both acceptable caveats. to me as a Disney nerd and acceptable to you who doesn't want to <laughs> sleep in a parking lot. Yeah. Well, especially after like an amusement park day, I'm like oh, already to put my feet up. 
<laughs> and relax. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Yeah. If you have any questions or additions, you think you've got some uh, better ideas than I do, or if you just want to castigate me for uh, cheating Disney, shoot an email at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome to our interview segment, Not My Thing, where I talk to somebody where, for who, Disney's maybe not their thing. I have today um, my father-in-law, my good friend, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing today? Uh, actually, not having a bad day. So, you know, it's just a typical summer day. Love it. Love it. Um, so I've had some people on this segment, some real uh, Disney disprovers. I've had some people that um, liked Disney um, a little bit in some aspects and didn't like Disney in other aspects. And I've had some people, actually Autumn, your daughter Autumn, who maybe wasn't in love with Disney, uh, but now she, she's kind of into it. Where, where would you, how would you describe yourself as, as far as your relationship currently with, you know, Disney in general? Wow. So, so it sounds like you're talking about people's attitude about the whole, the whole big brand name Disney and all the things that they do from going way back animation to their channel, to the Disney channel. You, so you mean, what do I think about Disney as a whole, the whole shebang? Do I have any likes or dislikes with them? That's what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. What's your relationship with Disney? And when I say Disney, it's like whatever that means to you. You know, it could be the media, it could be the parks. Like, tell me about Mark and Disney. Okay, man. Um, I, I don't really have much of an opinion except that I, I remember the old Disney classics. Mm -hmm. I kind of am an animation person, like yeah. uh, I'm a videographer by trade but I do do a lot with animation that I'm trying to develop. So I've always been interested in the Disney classics. When my my kids were young, my middle child, Autumn, who happens to be someone you're quite familiar with, <laughs> she, when she was young, that there was Nickelodeon Channel, the Disney Channel, I think there was another. And all I kind of knew when I would watch it was they were good at having all of the past Disney women animation characters or stars, I'll mm -hmm. call it the animated film stars. And, the, and they had mm -hmm. adolescent-based TV shows. Mm -hmm. And um, that's all I know. So I didn't really have um, an opinion, like or dislike. It was just one of the channels gotcha. for your for your older, younger kid gotcha. approaching adolescence. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. That makes sense. So basically, you don't don't have. I think you said at the outset, you don't have much of an opinion. It's just it's not that big a part of your life, and it's kind of something that you've noticed more on the periphery of your life. Yeah, I'd say the periphery, but but I do know that some a couple of people I know have been to the theme parks and have been just totally awestruck. Um, I had a Kung Fu teacher, totally awestruck. A couple of other people in my life went to like Disney World or Disneyland, any of those big theme parks and they just were like brought to tears. Wow. From the, from the, the beauty and the, the spectacle of it. So if I could, 
let's go back in a time machine here. Uh, let's go back to, to young Mark, maybe 10 years old, right? So not too yeah. long ago, maybe what, 20 years ago, right? Yeah, um, yeah, we'll go <laughs> So 10-year-old Mark, um, what's his relationship with like Disney media? I, I believe at that time, Disney may have produced some G-rated films. Maybe they did a Tarzan, I'm not sure. But because of my age, 10, if, if the movie had action or something or had a family adventure, I, I probably really enjoyed it. But mm. I was it was too young to stick in my head. Mm. Was this, a, I don't know, a 20th Century Fox movie? Was this a Disney movie? Gotcha. I can't remember. I do remember TV. I don't know if... Yeah, I, I believe they may have had a Sunday evening movie on television that I may have probably did watch with the family too. The Wonderful World of Disney. That's right. So I would have watched all those and they would have had a big impact on me because that's what the family did. There actually was something called family entertainment in the primetime family hour back then. And the whole family sat together and watched TV. Yes. I know that sounds foreign to youngsters like you. When I was um, like 10, about 10 to 12, it was TGIF on ABC. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So good. And my good. favorite TGIF thing was when the families from TGIF, like the, the Winslows from Family Matters or <laughs> the, the other ones when they go to Disney World. Those are my favorite episodes. I still watch them. Wow. <laughs> that's really... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you're bringing back a memory. I would watch the Super Bowl and whoever won the Super Bowl, they would say, I'm going to Disney World. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a marketing campaign. Yes, correct. Correct. That was like the world's first viral marketing campaign. <laughs> How about Young Mark and the Disney parks? Did you Do you remember having any awareness as like a young person about the Disney parks? Probably not as much. Maybe it, it wouldn't be until my parents moved me from one town of a certain level to another yeah. town of a more <laughs> yeah. of a, a more higher income level that yeah. I knew some kids that would have went there. Yeah. But in that state of mind, all I wanted was football practice and basketball. Right? Gotcha. I was like, you know, sort of sports related. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I, other people I've talked to, that's come up where maybe they remember other people talking about Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. So that was that was Mark, uh, little Mark with you know Disney Media and and the Disney Parks. Let's let's maybe fat. Let's fast forward to now, because uh, we've been in talks, you know, about um a kind of like a family trip. I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really excited because now I have I'm old enough to have all of these past memories realizing that I may have missed stuff when, when you were that young, I probably wouldn't have had as much desire to go. Mm. Now I actually would appreciate it more. I've seen, you know, stuff on other networks, on other television stations and know people um, who I like uh, or have had a relationship with that have been to Disney stuff. So I think I can probably get more out of it now than ever. So I am really excited. Excellent. Yeah, and we'll have uh, we'll have the granddaughter there too. So that's it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be hard for the theme parks to compete 
with the granddaughter. <laughs> All right. So actually, so um, because you've never been before, so you've never been to the Disney parks um, and you are going to go with us, I have a little bit of a survey here. Would you be willing to take a survey? Sure. All right. Excellent. So the survey, well, let's do it like this. Let's do, mm, let's do one through five. So one is, I do not agree with that at all. And five is, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. I enjoy whimsical fantasy. Five. I enjoy dark fantasy. And now we're clear. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I enjoy dark fantasy. Three. Can I ask, what do they mean by dark fantasy? Well, this is my survey. So Ah. I think for dark fantasy, (laughs) for dark fantasy, I mean like, um, kind of like spooky or horror you know like still like not realistic but okay. like not okay, I got it. fun i guess <laughs> right right so does uh three stand three stands okay i enjoy action and adventure five i enjoy nostalgia four i enjoy learning about art and music five i enjoy learning about cultures five the last two i really wanted to answer ten i <laughs> got it those are like five pluses yeah uh i enjoy learning about animals five i enjoy learning about agriculture four i enjoy fast exciting rides four and i enjoy immersive story-based rides five all right all right so yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking it's going to be epcot i think we're going to have a lot of fun in epcot and and animal kingdom (laughs) that's pretty good wow yeah i think i think we're going to have fun there's I asked about agriculture. There isn't like a lot in Disney World about agriculture, but there's there's one boat ride. It's called Living with the Land and it takes you through like the history of agriculture in the United States. Wow. You know what though? They they have so such imaginative people. I think what they should do is they should call in their great imaginatives and get the the most creative environmental scientists they have and the outdoor recreation people mm-hmm. and and don't call it don't call it the agricultural thing give it a whole new name because there's so much that can be done with the environment yeah. oh that stuff yeah oh yeah so this ride it's supposed to be about like the history of agriculture and there's no reason that this should be a good ride you're gonna love this ride this ride this this ride's gonna blow your socks off there's no reason agriculture should be this interesting, but uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think Epcot, I think Animal Kingdom. I think that's going to, they hit a lot of your buttons. It sounds like they hit a lot of your buttons. So is there something that you've heard about in passing? You said you've talked to some friends. Is there, is there anything that you've heard about that you're excited about? Um, to tell you the truth, I'm probably going to have to do a little more like research on the Disney theme parks. I'll have a bunch of interests. The cool thing has been that it's been a great thing a lot of people do, but I just, it's one of the things I just haven't gotten around to. So for me, this is really going to be like sort of a big unknown surprise in my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that sounds great, Mark. And as far as research, I'm going to go ahead and take a moment here to plug my TikTok. Easy Dizzit on uh, TikTok. I have uh, some ride explainers and ride uh, recap videos. Really? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, I'm a, I just started. I, I'm a, I've downgraded from millennial to uh, Generation Z now. I'm on I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I shouldn't say downgraded. I, I'm going to lose a part of my audience. I didn't downgrade. I shifted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 
you're excited about getting excited. Yes. Uh, we're not going anytime soon. We're, we're still years out, so you got plenty of time. Do, do you know what I thought of when you just asked me, is there anything I was excited about? I, I don't know a lot, but one thing that I'm going to guess that they might have that I've always, as a child, my parents got me this for whatever the holiday season was every year was, I'm fascinated to see what kind of robots they've placed here and there or different places. Um, even some, when, when my kids were born, I would be in a particular hospital and they would have uh, a robot delivering a tray or something. Um, so, so I'm sort of curious is there, if there's going to be robots in any of these different worlds at Disney and what they'll be capable a uh, little spoiler, Disney World is filthy with robots. They're just <laughs> there all over the place. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I, I remember what it was I wanted to ask you about. Because um, you mentioned animation. You you do animation. So, and yes. have you, and you've seen Disney animation films. Yes. So, uh, is there any comparison? Is there, like, compare and contrast your art style with, with, with maybe some of Disney's? Um... Probably, I'm going to say loosely, Disney's animated classics um, were big with color and it was for a family audience. So obviously they were looking to really entice and captivate the children. The particular project I'm working on um, is um, <laughs> animation for a more mature audience. Older audiences have come a long way and actually wanting animation now. Mm. So because of the themes of this, I wanted to try with my first project out, um, doing a project that's for an older audience. So this, so the subject matter is not for, let's say someone under 10 or someone gotcha. under 12, but 12 and up would probably be able to get something out of it. But I'm a visionary artist. So the art is is um, bold color. Uh, some people might say it's a mystical, yes. very aura-like in uh, quality. Um, I so you you'd put me in the visionary artist, fantasy artist guy. So I just found actually a piece of art that you did for me. Uh, we were moving things around. You had gotten me. You'd made me a nice um, Father's Day card with some illustrations in it, and that's exactly. Oh yeah. That's exactly how I would describe it. It's like I wouldn't maybe whimsical. I'd put in there, but like aura-like, flowing. Um, I there's there's a fantasy element to it for sure, right? Or but like a natural fantasy maybe. I, I don't know. Correct. I don't know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're pretty close, close. And and the the project that I'm working on is probably going to have uh, some whimsical things because mm. it is a story, and not everything in, in story and life is mm. serious. Some things are whimsical, so there'll be that element in there too. All right, Mark, thanks for joining me today, Mark. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to you. I'm really excited about our upcoming uh, Disney World trip a couple years out. Um, I think you're gonna have a lot of fun. There are a lot of robots there. So uh, it's gonna be great. Fantastic. This this is a great buildup. This is giving me this yes. so much anticipation for when we go on Disney trip. It's, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna have to have you back on um, afterwards so we can get your impressions on Disney World and the trip. All right. Thanks again, Mark. Have a great one. Okay, you too. Thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed our 10 Centennial celebration. 
please reach out to easydizitpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, corrections, or money-saving tips in the parks. Follow Easy Dizit on Instagram for daily infotainments and inspirations. And if you're thinking about a Disney or Universal Studios trip, I'd love to talk to you about it. Whether you just want to run some thoughts by me or if you want me to plan and book the whole thing, I'd love to do it. Get in touch. All right, until next time, easy dizzy.